Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> bye bye! Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother hello and welcome everybody to the big brother after show i'm your host sam we do this every thursday after the live eviction and we feel like it's the best time to do it because things are still fresh it's also a good time where spoilers and things that have been going on all week kind of catch up to this point. You know, when you're reading things online, it's happening in real time. When you're watching things on the live feed, it's real time. But as you see the show, Wednesday is a couple of days behind the current events that are happening. And so when we do the Thursday show, it's really great because it's kind of like everything is caught up. We're all on the same page again. Things that were going on all week are now all up to date. Everything's current. And so we kind of start this show, everybody being on the same page. Now, a lot of things happened this week, and we're going to get into that, and we're going to get into the twist, and we're going to get into uh, what's happening next week with the twist and some of the things that are going on, who was evicted, whatnot. But you probably all know that. we still got to talk about it, though, because there's some people that are joining us from other parts of the world that don't see what we see. And, of course, being on the East Coast, uh, it's a little easier for me to know ahead of time. So anyway, this is the Big Brother After Show. It works really easy. I'm your host, Sam. You want to call in, you want to talk about something, it's 917-889-7084. You get on, you, get on, uh, you call us, you get on the live air, uh, and, of course, you say whatever you want to, ask what you want to, make your statements. You want to have a, you know, I don't know, you want to complain about the show, you want to ask a question about the show, you want to make a point about the show, all for them, it's all welcome. So feel free to call. You can also message us. Uh, through Big Brother After Show on Facebook. So go to Big Brother After Show, type that into that little search engine on Facebook, and we're going to pop up. And uh, just go on there, hit like, send messages through that. We'll get them, and we'll be able to address a lot of them on air. Also, as you're listening to this, there will be a um, a chat forum uh, on this page as well that you can take a look at. And so any questions that you want to ask, hey, you know, hit us up for it. Now, 
<clears throat> it was an interesting week. I got to be honest. You know, I, I kind of want to clear the air. A lot of people kind of get ticky with me, and uh, you know, reality chat, TV chat is where I hang out a lot. Um, Big Brother official um, is where I hang out too. So anyway, uh, a lot of people are upset because I basically feel like. Uh, this is a great season so far. Um, you know, if you're watching the feeds and you're watching things going on, uh, I've said it before, folks, and, I, and I'm going to stick by it. There's two types of Big Brother viewers, and, and I think a lot of – I don't want to say a lot of the problem because it's not fair to a lot of people that are new to the show, but a lot of the issue does come from what they call casual viewership. And casual viewers are the people they're trying to capture. It brings their numbers back up. There's 5 million solid super fans that are watching this every single season – and they need the two million or three million more to kind of trickle in and kind of catch on to the show and enjoy it. And a lot of times, people that trickle in the show have seen the last three or four seasons and kind of think that this show is more about people watching. They think it's more about watching what's going on and enjoying the stories. And I get it. Hey, you want to hear what somebody's hardship was, and you want to get to know what their family's about, and you want to see the guests do something fun, and you want to have them tell a joke or something funny happened and it's just laughable and somebody's adorable and, boy, I love watching this friendship bloom. And That's great. That's great. If that's, if that's what you like, then you got that in seasons, you know, 16 and 15. I'm not going to lie to you. That's what you got. Not a very, very strategic season in either one of those. 14 was like that only because Dan was involved. Uh, without Dan, 14 would have been just as bad, in my opinion, and I'm not – i got to explain that I'm not somebody who enjoys the people-watching aspect of it. I don't watch Big Brother, and I know some of you do, but I'm very old school. I don't watch Big Brother for the, you know, um, for the engagement of people. I watch Big Brother for the strategy. I watch it for the backstabbing. I watch it for the lying. I watch it to see who's willing to do the things that other people aren't willing to do to win the money. And so I think a lot of people have gone on Facebook talking about how they're so bored this season and how this season's not any good. It's been two weeks, and, you know, it's just... (laughs) Crybaby Central, it's just not very good, blah, 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 blah. Folks, I I, I am blown away, and I I put this on on the reality chat, TV chat, um, Facebook page. I don't get it. I mean, you know, listen, if you enjoy watching Frankie do Pilates with the entire house, and, and you want to call that entertainment, congratulations. Good for you. If you enjoy watching, uh, you know, Nicole and Hayden kind of flirt around a little bit, and that's good TV to you, fantastic. If you like watching Derek and Cody, um, basically watching Cody and Caleb tell Derek, I want you to win, buddy. You are the – you're my best friend. I think you should win. And and no, no, you should win. No, you should win. No, you should, no, really, you should win, Derek. If that's what you enjoy, then by God, you got it for two seasons, okay? You got a friendship season and boring season in 15. Sorry, I'm going to say it to you. And you got a friendship get-along gang in 16. If that's what you enjoy, great. But you have to understand that going on and complaining that this is a boring season – Somebody said on Facebook, and I'm not going to call people out. I don't know your names sometimes. You know, I'm not going to do that. I just, things stick to me and, and, and in my head. And it's like somebody's saying there's too much going on this season. I just am so bored. There's so much going on. How is too much going on? There's too much. They're screaming at each other all the time and fighting. 
what planet are you from? Because this is what Big Brother's about. You need to put on your big boy, big girl panties, and let's do this thing, and let's watch a good quality season finally. I know you like to have people lolly-daw and have a great time, and you want to hear people's personal stories, and you like the Lifetime Network, and that's fantastic. But there are going to be seasons that the old school people love to see, and it's going to be about lying, manipulation, and strategy. And I think that this season's turning that way. When I see casual viewers, and don't take it offensively, it is what it is. If you haven't seen past season 10, if you haven't seen 2 through 8, you're a casual viewer, okay? If you haven't seen those episodes, you don't, or those seasons, you don't understand that the game is really a strategy game. It's not a reality show. It's a reality game show. And we're getting into, it looks like a season where people are actually strategizing. I'm very, very happy to see people that are actually making an effort to win. It, it sounds like to me everybody wants to win. Everybody's in there. They may not have the best strategy by God. They may not be the most uh, uh, passionate. They may not be the most enthusiastic. They may not be the, well, the most well-thought-out strategist ever in Big Brother history. But by God, they want to win. There's something that's going on at an angle with everybody. And I'm, I'm very proud to see that this season. I mean, I, I can't say one bad thing. The feeds have been very interesting. It's nice to turn on the feeds. And I know, I know Mr. California and I know Ms. Chicago are going to agree with me. It's nice to turn on a feed and see people in a, in a bathroom talking secretly about who they think is doing what and who's lying about what. And, hey, this person's doing this. You know, I really want them to go home next week. I think it's fantastic. I, that is exactly what this game is about. And I can guarantee you this. If this game continues to go without big alliances, hallelujah, I'm doing the Catholic cross right now. I, I, not having a big alliance is the most fantastic thing that's happened this season. And we've got a lot of little alliances. And, yeah, we do have a lot of interconnected alliances. Everybody's aligned together. And that's normal, okay? You know, there, somebody put a funny thing on Facebook showing everybody in the house and lines that were connecting who was in an alliance, and it was just scribbled all over the – I mean, you couldn't follow any line anywhere. And it's kind of true. Everybody's kind of at that mode Well, they'll accept any alliance, but I don't know that there are many that are really sticking. You know, your Shelly Clay alliance obviously is going to be pretty big, and, man, what a big – you know, that investment Clay made tonight, of course, we'll get into that, but Shelly won one of the HOHs, and if she sticks around to the final HOH – uh, of this week, man, what an investment Clay made. I mean, he's good. Um, you know, everybody was really, really weird about him and Shelly hanging out so much, and, man, is he really loyal. And, man, what a great investment. I mean, he put it right in the pocket with her. And if she ends up lasting, then, you know, he's in really good for another week, and he's he's making some good bounds. But I, I feel like everybody in the house is playing. Um, I think it's no secret that we're having a trouble with, uh, with uh, I think it's Audrey. I want to say Aubrey, but I think it's Audrey. Uh, where she's doing a lot of things that are kind of messing with people. I mean, you saw it last night. It's like another Devin situation. It blows my mind that people want to go in the middle of the night and steal other people out of bed and have this huge alliance form and think that nobody else has a clue what is going on. If you take somebody out of the bed next to I'm in the Big Brother house. Now, maybe I overplay. I don't know. But I'm in the Big Brother house. You still somebody from the bed that I'm sleeping next to in, or the person that's sleeping on the floor next to me, or I'm sleeping on the floor, you've got to step over me, and you got to say, oh, sorry, I, I need to borrow Megan for a minute. Look, I know something's up. You're not that smart. You're not that much of a genius. And I think it was a really, really stupid move. And, and you know what? Not to say that I would ever be pulled in an alliance. I like to think that I'm cool enough that somebody would ask me. 
But if I'm if I'm pulled into an alliance like that, if I ever get to play, and somebody pulls me up into a room at five o'clock in the morning to discuss a alliance, and I'm looking around, I would have looked at her and I would have said, "You realize half the house is sitting in this room right now." I'm going to bed. Good luck with your alliance. I wish you all good luck. Anybody want an alliance in the morning? We'll talk secretly in the morning. Feel free to find me. I'm always available to talk. If I don't, if you don't find me, I'll find you. But I'm not going to sit here with 15 people to discuss an alliance on the other five in the house. I'm just not going to do it. And I think, I think really in those situations, when you make a leadership decision like that, other people follow. They're like, yeah, this is stupid. I'm going to bed too. Especially Jeff. That dude was not happy. And let me tell you something else. My wife tell you, you don't want to wake me up at 5 a.m. You don't want to wake me up for 7 o'clock in the morning, or I am a bear and I'll rip your face off. So some of these, some of these guys, you know, were way too nice about it. And, and I, obviously we've got Audrey, Audrey playing really, really hard with people right now, and it's really going to cost her, uh, you know. You know, you play too hard. Jace did the same thing. Obviously we saw Jace go home tonight. Of course, I'm going to go to my callers here very shortly, but we saw Jace go home tonight. Jace just played really hard, folks. He just played too hard. What kills me is that these guys, they, guys and women, play really hard. You know, Joey last year, uh, she played really hard and went home. I mean, you know, these people play really hard and they get sent home, and it's really sad because then when they begin to try to negotiate a deal, you see a genuine person that's halfway decent. I saw a lot of people online uh, over the last two couple of days saying that, you know, they kind of hope Jace maybe made it out. You know, maybe he would uh, survive the block uh, or survive the votes and maybe get things turned around. Uh, you know, because he actually, you know, was kind of winning you over a little bit because he was a little sincere. Then he went to bullying Stephen, which they didn't show tonight, but he bullied Stephen. And I'm sorry, people get upset about that, too. Bullying and all that manipulation, that's part of the game. You, gotta, you, you, didn't, you don't go into the Big Brother house. And, and claim, uh, you know, innocence and claim that you're too dumb to be able to be manipulated and all this. You know, Steve knows what he's doing when he's walking the house. That guy can quote you everything that's happened over the last, you know, 17 seasons or 16 seasons. He can tell you what happened in season one to the minute that it happened. This guy's no fool. People quit feeling bad for him. I think he's actually going to be a pretty decent player. And I think him being a bully by, bully by Jace is just part of it. Um, but at the end of the day, Jace tried to try to push buttons, try to get things going, and just didn't work. What was funny to me is I, I don't know if some of you saw it, and you know you can probably find it on 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 one of the chat pages for Big Brother. But there was a, a video of Aud, Aud, Audrey and and uh, Jace fighting, and it was the most ridiculous fight I've ever seen. I mean, literally, folks, it was Jace saying, you know, well, you're a liar. And then Audrey would say, no, you're a liar. And Jace would say, oh, I'm a liar? No, you're a liar. No, you're – I'm crazy? You're crazy. You're saying I'm crazy? Like, that was the fight. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. I mean, nothing got accomplished out of it. So I don't think Jace helped himself. Audrey kind of – kind of, I think in that case kind of did the right thing by kind of just playing it off. But Audrey's getting in trouble. A lot of people are talking. A lot of people are talking about things that she's saying and doing. She's manipulating the house. She's working them over. There's one thing that Jace's crucifixion did anything. It helped everybody else in the house realize that Audrey was who she was because he did call her out. She did get caught up in a lot of things, and it did take her by surprise, and it ended up exposing her for a lot of lies she told. And so I think if anything Jace you know, can say is that he did expose Audrey and he did change things. Um, so – 
it was like I said, it was a crazy week. What was interesting to me, Austin kind of pushed himself away from Jace. He's still kind of doing the whole like, you know, we're cool, we're brothers, whatever. Uh, Cloud Town, whatever this whole thing was. But he did really, really well at dissing himself, accepting the fact that his uh, his buddy was going home. That's a huge, huge, huge. It's a huge gameplay personality char- characteristic. That's very, very big. And if a player sees that their alignment is not going well and they cannot fix it, you jump off ship. I know that sounds awful, but we're not here. It's not the Big Brother, Big Brother Sisters Club of America. This is Big Brother. And when you see a problem like that arise and when you see the partner that you're playing with or somebody in your alliance really getting sunk and there's no help, don't try to fight it. Don't get mad at everybody else. Just say, okay, cool. If we need to back, if we need to put Jace out, we'll put Jace out. And he said it. Jace is acting kind of weird. He's a hothead, and I think that's true. I think Jace is a hothead. I think Jace has a hard time controlling his emotions, and I think he tries entirely too hard. Anybody saying, you know, really using abbreviations for people's stay, calling people honey doll, all that stuff. I think that you're trying way too hard. I think he probably was over personality when he walked in, and I think it did tend to make people a little put off because it didn't seem like it was genuine. It just kind of seemed like he thought he was kind of the hot thing going on right now, and, you know, people just automatically will pull away from that. But but I really see a lot of power in Austin's game. You know, I can't say that I'm, I'm upset with anybody's game. Uh, Audrey's going to get hers, I think. She's really out of bounds and, and, and really kind of sinking. Uh, Devon um, Day is what they call her. Uh, freaking out last night, probably not your best move. I, I think she's obviously, I mean, everything's smoothed over and people like her, and I like her too. But it's really easy to pick up as you're watching this show on how people's personality types are going to affect the, their game. And I just think that she's going to be entirely too angry throughout the season. I think she's going to let emotion guide her. She's going to come across a situation where somebody's going to make her upset, and instead of backing off, having a realization moment, a reality moment, and coming back into it, she absolutely will lose it, drive off the edge of the, uh, the, edge of the mountain, and, and crash the car, and it's going to be over. If that girl doesn't get her emotions in check, there's going to be a lot of problems for her. That's one thing that I really did notice the last couple of episodes, and a lot of things on feeds, is that it seems like she plays very emotional, and when she's not happy about something or she feels like she's been mis- mislabeled or misaccused or, you know, words put in her mouth or, you know, misunderstood, she really flies off the handle, and I think that's going to cost her. Uh, I think she needs to think about the things that she's doing. And it's one of those things nobody could do anything right. She was mad at Jeff, as y'all saw the episode last night. She gets mad at Jeff. Jeff comes up and apologizes. Uh, she tells Aubrey this stuff. Aubrey goes down and says, Clay, you know, she's kind of upset. You need to apologize. So Clay comes up there upset. I mean, and then she's mad that Audrey told Clay. I mean, it's just to the point where it's like, okay, quit getting mad at everybody. you got to relax. you got to let things roll off your back. This is a game of adaptation, okay? It's a game of change, constant change. And if you're not willing to adapt and change to what's happening at all moments of the game, you might as well just go ahead and punch your ticket and go, I don't have a lot of faith in her. Me and Miss Chicago were talking about it uh, last week. Don't have a lot of faith in her making it very far because of this. But everybody else, you know, I thought Johnny Mac was going to be just kind of a goofy dentist. Uh, you know, I think he's playing the right way. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people thought, uh, I can't remember, what, uh, Jason was going to be kind of out there. But Jason's toned down. So it's going to be a very, very interesting week. 
We've got two HOH winners uh, for the Battle of the Block. Unfortunately, it looks like that's going to be coming week to week. Um, and in that case, could we get two better winners? Could we get two better winners of HOH this week than Becky and Shelly? You know why I like Becky and Shelly? Because Becky has no alliance, okay? Be- Nobody in the house will give Becky – they'll give her the time of day, but they really don't want to deal with her. She's very bossy. She comes from management. She's one of these management people that's used to telling everybody what to do and how to do it. She's already shushed a couple of people in the house, which has gotten them upset at her. She's a bit bossy, and she's admitted it. It's something I need to work on. I know it. I'm, I'm bossy. Now she's got HOH. This is huge, folks, because there's not going to be a whole lot of commitment on her part. She may have an alliance somewhere. I'm sure you guys can call and correct me, uh, you know, 917-889-7084 or send me a message. I'm sure that there is a um, an alliance that she's in, but I don't think that it's a very tight one. I don't think it's anything that's very serious. If anything, she's been brought into it and just kind of she's been a part of it. So I think we're going to get some true great nominees from Becky we're going to get, and probably the safe one is going to be Audrey. He's probably going to be a safe person to put up. And then in the other end of it, we got Shelly, who I know is, is in good with everybody. But, you know, there's been a lot of people talking bad about her because she's got Clay's ear. And a lot of people don't like that showman's beginning. So it's I, I really like who won. It's not like, to me, like last season where it was like dominated by the same, you know, four or five people over and over and over. It's actually looking like it's going to break down. We're going to see a lot of different types of HOHs in this season. I think it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be huge for the entertainment value of this season. Uh, So I'm happy with the HOHs. We're going to go to commercial. When I come back, we're going to go to Miss California or Mr. California and Miss Chicago, my two favorites. Uh, And we're going to talk to them about what happened tonight, what they think is going to happen next week, what they think of the twist. We'll talk a little bit about the twist because I don't want to expose everything while I'm talking. I want them to expose a little bit of it. So, Listen, we're going to go to a commercial real, real quick. When we come back, we're going to have Mr. California join us on the line, straight from the great Pacific, the Pacific's favorite son, Mr. California. And uh, when we come back, we'll be talking to him. So hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. This is the Big Brother After Show. Where's Jill? She's really lonely and out walking the cornfield again. Do you think they will ever find us true love? Not hanging out with us all day. We used to be lonely. Until we met on Farmers Only. FarmersOnly.com is the new online dating site for farmers, ranchers, and good old country folks. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Hey folks, just don't get it. I had a way
Oh, yeah. We're back. Hey, they're going to keep giving me the same commercials. What do you want me to do about it, folks? I'm not a, I'm not any more happier than you are. Uh, hopefully they'll get me some new ones in. This show starts, and you know what? They don't give me new commercials, and you know i got the old ones. And Hey, Farmer's Only still going, so it's not like it's that big of a deal. I'm sure they're sending some type of check to it. Anyway, uh, we are now into the call session of this uh, radio broadcast. I want to thank everybody for joining us. We've got two big people that usually join me, uh, kind of what I like to call show moderators. They're people who really pay attention to what's going on in the show, and they really just help me out. They're a staple to, this, to the Big Brother After Show. And one of them right now, I'm going to go to Mr. California, who's calling all the way from the great Pacific Coast. Mr. California, I know you haven't seen tonight's episode, but I know that you're keeping up with what's going on. And I'm just curious, what's your take on things going on so far. Obviously, you've heard Jace is going home. Probably not a surprise for you. Am I right? No, I called it. You did? Yes. Yes, and you, you know did. What? You he said... was, he's the Justin Bieber of, of Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he came in very strong. Don't you agree? I mean, he was really, really strong. Uh, you know, he he really... I don't know. I think I think he took more time trying to establish his outrageous personality and not really get to know people. I mean, the whole streaking scene, all that stuff just didn't seem like it helped him. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. And you know what, Sam, by the way, you call me Miss California? Oh, am I from a beauty pageant? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I got Miss Chicago, Mr. California, and sometimes I just get them tongue-tied. But, yeah, you got me on that one. Now, you you heard Jason going and you heard who the new HOHs are. Becky, and you've got to find out, unfortunately. I know you're a little behind our time zone. But, you know, Becky and Shelly both win HOH. Are those two people that you're excited about hearing win, uh, win HOH, or are you kind of disappointed in those people winning? I don't, I don't even know who the hell those two are. <laughs> well, they haven't had a lot of <laughs> They're not even getting a lot of TV time. They're not getting a lot of yeah. TV time. Shelly's stuck with Clay. They're having kind of a showman's thing. And Becky, honestly, I don't think Becky has had anybody make an effort to really talk to her. I know that she's had a couple of just moments with Jace, but I don't think they were good moments. I think they were bad moments. I think he was telling her that she's too bossy and to back away from him. I, I think they're going to get some pretty good nominations from these two. I mean, they're not part of the big group. They're not Audrey. Uh, you know, they're not Clay. It's not somebody like that. It's not Austin. So, it should be interesting. I think we may get two genuine nominations from these two. Hey, Sam? Yes. These are the next two I want to go. Devon and Audrey, in that order. All put their heads. You all look at think. Goodbye. Yeah. I mean, Devon, I mean, that her being upset, do you feel like it was a little uncalled for? I mean, I felt like she couldn't let it go, and it kept like it festered and festered and festered. I feel like she was on the real world or, like, Real Housewives of Atlanta, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like she really brought a lot of attitude about that situation. It was like, look, she shouldn't have been accused of it, but at the same time, she is free to roam around. But it's like my wife said, look, you know, if I'm in one of those rooms and you're not one of the roommates in there and I see you in there and, and nobody that rooms with me is in there, I'm a little suspicious of what you're doing. I don't think it was uncalled for, and I don't think Jeff was too bad about it. I think he handled it well. But I think she really seemed to go overboard and, and felt like people were accusing her of doing something wrong. And I think she got a little too defensive, and I think it could have hurt her. I don't, 
I don't know that she's playing a very good game. I don't think it's good to play an emotional game like she is. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, uh, there's something I wanted to compare with you with Survivor and Big Brother. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. So anyway, I agree with you about Big Brother, about it being the whole strategy thing, the backstabbing, because that's what it's about. Right. So I I own like 21 seasons of Survivor on DVD, and it's like when I see like the first few seasons, it was kind of different game because people were more – they they cared about each other, and it was like they were like a tight-knit alumni. And then, like, right. by the time All-Stars happened, that's when Boston Rob really showed how much of a jerk he was, and he was totally dismissive of his friendship with Lex, and he talked smack about him behind his back to his brother, saying, oh, I, I got rid of my friend. You know, it's like that was just a total classless act, and it's like it changed the way Survivor was played, and it was like, then by season nine, people just started backstabbing, and but before then, people were just you know they were there for the adventure and and well, obviously to win, but but they were there for the adventure more than to be on the show for like oh I'm looking good here's my packs here's my ass you know it's like I just feel I feel like Big Brother and Survivor should be about strategy and backstabbing and doing everything can to make it to the end that's what I think both of those shows should be about and to be honest. Yes. If I ever got on Survivor, I would show people how to play the game. <laughs> right. Well, you know, that's that was a lot of my complaint about Derek last season. Now, do I consider Derek a good winner? I do. Uh, do I consider him? I mean, am I gonna am I gonna you know be crazy about this guy and call him a top three winner a player? I don't consider him a top three. I think that you have to make a move. I never once saw Derek make a move. Derek was always coasting. He was always where he needed to be. He was never really in trouble. He never really had to do anything, and I give him credit for that. That's something I give him a lot of credit for. He's very similar to one of my personal favorites, Daniel Reyes, who I love to death from season th- uh, season three. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I felt like he never had to pull a trigger. There was nothing that ever made me feel like he had to get himself out of trouble or he never manipulated a situation to make it benefit him. Maybe he didn't have to, but... I agree. I think that there's a lot of people that are not playing these games of strategy. They kind of just want to float through, get through, just be everybody's friend, get to the end, and win. And you I think this is going to. I think this is going to be the season that kind of puts an end to that. You know what, Sam? Can I tell you something that really pisses me off sometimes? Absolutely. When I watch yeah. seasons of Survivor and Big Brother, where some people are either voted out early or evicted that are really good players. And, like, you have people who are, like, floaters that make it to the end, and it's like, come on. You know, it's like, why would you want to bring someone who's so – I mean, I know you want to win, but if you bring someone that's easy to the end, that that's kind of ruins the whole concept of having a challenge to see who the best of the best is. You know, it's, it's, well, it's easy to bring someone to the end that's easy to win against, but it's like you would think that you would want to challenge well, and and I, but I but here's my thing. I, you know, um, Robin Cass, who does the casting for Big Brother, asked on her Twitter account, "Would you rather take a strong player to the final two with you, or whether would you rather take a, a, a weak player?" And tons of people said strong player. I said weak. I'm there to win money. I want to win it. I want to dominate it. I, I want to make sure that I win against the person next to me. But I think a lot of times what happens is in the, these seasons people get rid of the stronger players early. 
And they tend yeah. to put these guys on the back burner that are floaters, and we'll get rid of them later. We'll get rid of them later. We'll get rid of Spencer later. We'll get rid of, uh, you know, Andy later. We'll get rid of all these people later. And what ends up happening is that these, these stronger players eliminate each other, and these floaters end up in the final four and final six, and they end up just kind of getting there. And that's what makes the end of the season so anticlimactic the last couple of years is that, you know, the people that are getting to those finals, except for season 14, uh, 14, people that are getting to those finals are people that are not really aggressive players. And it's really anticlimactic when it comes down to it. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, Sam, last season I wanted to rip all my body hair off because Victoria made it further than Donnie. <laughs> I'm still well, yeah, 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 pretty terrible Hulk here, man. Look, look, I agree with you. I, but I, to me, I, I'll tell you the truth about Donnie, and, and I know I know, Miss Chicago loves Donnie, but I felt like Donnie took naps, uh, would go to bed at 8 o'clock in the, at night. He wasn't relating to people. He wasn't making an effort to get to know anyone. He was kind of taking his bag and saying, you know, I'm the oldest guy and I can't relate, so I'll just stay over here in a corner and be nice. And I don't think that he was the kind of guy that deserved to go further. I'll be honest with you. I don't know who really truly deserved to go far last year. I mean, it just was kind of mind-boggling that the people who were strong were people that were all pushing for one guy to win who wasn't winning anything. I mean, Derek wasn't doing anything, but Derek's – complete situation was I was in the right place at the right time, I got knocked into an alliance and I sat here until it was over and that to me does not genuinely say that I'm a better player than everybody else he he was that season I guess because he did win but I don't buy all that Jim let me ask you a question fire away this is okay this is about you and I do you think who do you think would do better between you and I on Survivor or Big Brother? Do you think you do better on Big Brother and I do better on Survivor, or do you think yes. it could go either yes. way? Yes, I have. I'm telling you right now. I, I look at Survivor, and I say there's no way I could even touch it. I cannot do Survivor. I don't think I would do well at Survivor. Um, I can be very moody, especially if, I'm, if I have been sleep-deprived. I'm an awful, awful human being to be around. My wife will validate that. You do not want to talk to me if I've been woken up early and I'm low on sleep. I will, I will, I will punch a kitten. So I'm not the guy for Survivor. I think you're the guy for Survivor. I think you're the guy that knows Survivor better than anyone else, and I think you should be on Survivor. Big Brother, I don't know. I think you would do well at Big Brother as well. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. My wife wants me to try out for Big Brother. I probably won't do it because I think the game has changed so much that I don't know how much gameplay matters anymore as much as just yeah. matters luck-wise. You know what I mean? You luck out of a situation lately on Big Brother, you just kind of luck up. And if you luck up, you end up in that final four and you luck into the final two. There's strategy to me now, and maybe this season will save it, and I'm really keeping my fingers crossed, but strategy now does, does not seem to matter much in Big Brother in the last couple of seasons, in my opinion. So I don't know that it's I would Sam. even do well in that. I would probably go home very early. I don't know. Hey, Sam. Yes. I heard last Last week, I heard you um, talking about promoting my page, and, and I, I validate that. You can promote my page if you want. Hey, well, you know what? Before I let you go, go ahead and tell everybody what page to come visit you on. You've got, uh, you've got a page that you do with reality stuff that's very good. Go ahead and push it right now, man. Go ahead and tell everybody in the world what your page is so people can go and join. Are you talking about my, 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 my user page or my, or my reality show page? Your reality show page, yeah. Not your user page, but your reality show. 
It's called John Michael DiBella's Reality. Wait a minute. Let me, let me look at it. I have my laptop here, so just, just, a, just a moment. And spell your last name for people because it can be kind of confusing on how to spell it, too. Yeah, it's Italian, even though my grandfather was, my great-grandfather was Sicilian, and they changed it so it could be more Americanized. <laughs> sure. John Michael DiBella's group for reality TV. That's the name of the group. That's the name of the group, folks. Go visit my, our buddy, uh, Mr. California. You go over there, chat. I mean, this guy, I'm telling you, he's the master survivor. He knows everything. You won't stump him. It's a guy who definitely is worthy of being on there, and I hope he tries out. But go visit his page. I'm going to let you go because i got to move on to Miss Chicago. But I appreciate it, Mr. California. Oh, I hope we so see you. we so got to go now. <laughs> we'll see you next Thursday after the, after the next live eviction. Hopefully we'll get some more action going on. But I know that you'll be very active uh, in what's going on in the chats. Please, folks, go visit his page. Mr. California, we appreciate it. And we will talk to you next Thursday, my friend. Sam, Sam, Sam. Yes. Um, and I will be, of course, promoting your radio show like I do every week. I'll be putting it in all the groups, in my group, like I always do. Well, you're the man for that, and I appreciate it so much, man. It's always word of mouth. going to let you go, Mr. California. Folks, it's always word of mouth that's helped. Tell people about this show. Share the link. We need people calling in, sending in chats, you know, being a part of the conversation. Somebody asked what I thought about the twins. Listen, we'll get to that. Um, I want to go to Mr. Chicago because, you know, she's been holding quite a while, and I know she's got lots to say. Everybody, she's, Mr. California and Ms. Chicago are really what people really would like to listen to, so i got to go to her. But we're going to get into the twin thing. We may even ask Ms. Chicago about it. Uh, so let's do that. Let's, uh, let's go to our favorite person. To give us, well, our favorite person from Chicago. We'll say that. A lot of people will say Michael Jordan. You know what? I'm going to say Miss Chicago. She's my favorite. So let's bring her on, folks. You know who it is. It's Miss Chicago. Miss Chicago, how are you feeling tonight? Hey, Sam. <laughs> now, now you I mean there was a lot that went on this week. We saw a lot of infighting. We saw a lot of Audrey pulling a lot of things. We see Jace has gone home. We see the new two HOHs and I'm gonna ask you the same thing I asked Mr. California. What do you think of Shelly and Becky being the new HOHs? Do you are you happy about it as, as much as I am? Because 'Cause I'm pretty I'm you pretty know what happy I am? Okay, first of all, let me say I have so much to say right now. I'm so like my chest is heavy, not my breast, my chest. Uh, right. Just the whole animosity, like towards the whole week, was deep. Mm-hmm. And yes. I love talking to Sam because I have so much <laughs> to say. Seriously, I'm trying to like calm it down, you know, stay in my lane. Yeah, this is your forum. Hey, this this is your forum. You got you've got the minutes to do it. So you do you take off the way you want to take off. Okay. I love the new – first of all, I don't like the two – okay, being a Big Brother fan for some right. season one, I Big Brother fan means that when you get when you a household, you get a household, period. That's it. It's mm-hmm. a wrap. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't like having two. I don't like the B.O.B. I can't mm. stand that. It, it confuses me. I don't yes. like – like, being just, you know, seriously a Big Brother fan, it's it, – like drives me crazy because I don't like your it HOH, your HOH, that's it. You're done. You're you're right for that whole week. 
But with that being said, I'm old school and you're new school. So have accept it and take it. I do like the 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 women that won it this week because they're so not like in your face. Like they're they have an opportunity now to see how they play their game. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they have an opportunity oh, yeah. now to just see who they really are. Uh, Devon, yeah, Devon, whatever yeah, you call her. They've been really I like quiet. The, I mean, Becky and Shelly have been really quiet. I mean, we know we've got a showman <laughs> with Shelly. Shelly's been a little involved, but Becky's been non-existent. I'm, I'm with you. We're going to see what these guys are about. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to have a, everyone that's listening, we have a damn good season this season because these two are going to play. They are playing their mm-hmm. damn game. And I, I agree. love it. I don't know who's angry about it unless they're not Big Brother fans. This is like when the I'm so excited about this season because everyone's coming there with guns blazing. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Devon ain't going no. She, she, she's done. She's too emotional. She has a thing on the trigger all the time. If you're mm-hmm. crying about something lying to you, you're playing Big Brother. You yes. know what I think? Producers didn't make they cast up this show. They knew she had issues. She had some very personal issues. Had nothing to do with Big Brother. She had some issues going on. And I can tell you that from just watching her being so emotional about crying over someone lied to her about something so trivial. You're in a, a starting camp in a house with people you know nothing about. If you're emotional about someone lying to you, like that's crazy. You're in Big Brother house. You're not in your life. In her life, she's, you know, a go-get-it, you know, oh, aggressive yeah. person. But in the yeah. other house, you're not that person. They don't see you, you that way. Some people are very dangerous playing as themselves. I mean, you, I, I really believe, and it's like when Jace came out today, he was like, you know, I was probably a little aggressive and I was probably a little over the point, but and that's Jace and that's just who I am. And he was, and that's Jace and that's who I am. My advice to anybody going to the Big Brother house is don't be yourself. You need to pick a role and play Sam, it. You need to play a role. Sam, you stop. need to play a role when you go in the house. Sam, stop. Get out of my head. That's exactly <laughs> the point I'm making about the stop. This is what we talk on yep. the phone every week. Because that's, right. that's the whole thing. You can't be who you are. What she what works for her in her real life, Devon, Avon, whatever, works for her in her real life. You're in the Big Brother house. Mm-hmm. This is not your life. This is a game. That's right. So That's right. It's calm a game. Down. Yeah, and you know, she's doing. Oh, Malanta. She's a hot mom. Mm-hmm. She's too aggressive. Yeah, and, and you know, she's not trusting anybody. She's, she's not trusting anyone. Anything anybody tells her, she doubts it. And you know what? People and she's eventually wrong just about everything. She's wrong yeah. about it. Yeah, she's wrong all the time about the things that she thinks about people. It's like. She has the worst intuition. That's one thing I, you know, I know a lot of people don't remember Danielle Reyes. I love the woman to death. She's one of my favorite players. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. I, who doesn't know? Three is my season. I love her. Big Brother fans. We all love her. But there is one thing about Danielle Reyes that I will say. There was always an intuition that she knew what was going on in the house, even when she wasn't told what was happening. She was somebody right. that would go in the diary room she and knew. say, so-and-so's over here talking, and I know what it's about. And she would never be told what it was about, but she had the intuition of a champion. I mean, that was a real person that went in the house and had the, all the intuition and, and her gut feeling. She was always right. 
And that's yep. where you have to have some of that. Devon doesn't, she and doesn't you know have what? any of that. What's so sad is that she, you know what I think, when they cast her for this show, they knew she had issues. Stanker has issues. I'm telling yeah, you, she I has agree. issues. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. She has trust issues. She's paranoid. She, I mean, it's two weeks in. Why are you freaking out? And well, a lot then, of people say that I mean, she shouldn't have left her child. A lot of people were online talking about how she shouldn't have left her three-month-old at home, and that's not the time you go play Big Brother. And So, yeah, I mean, you know, I think you're right. I think there is something more there, and it's going to come out. It's, it's going to come out. Sam, trust me and believe me, as your partner in crime doing this show every week, it's going to mm-hmm. come out. And I'm, I'm yeah. kind of sad because I appreciate her being strong, but that's what you do in the hood, not on Big Brother. This is a show. Mm-hmm. This is not your hood. Yeah. This is not your neighborhood. This is a show. It's two different things. And if you, it's two different things. And I, I Sam, next season, they should let us in our panel and keep, get people in the show because we know what they look for. And you see yeah. the personalities. And they're doing a damn good job this year. I'm trying to say damn on the radio. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, I think they did a damn good Simple. job because I'm telling you now, this season is off the chain. Two weeks yeah. in, it's off the chain. And there's I don't a lot know of steam. Complaining about, I love it. Well, there's a lot I of love there's this, a, season. this season to me. There's a lot of people that are not trusting each other. They're very, very cautious about what they're doing, but they're not afraid to, to jump in an alliance or to or to to throw somebody else under the bus. Obviously, you see that Audrey's getting in some trouble. I can't believe she got the people that she got the other Why night to come into the HOH room. I mean, blew me away. Who does that? I mean, I honestly, I looked at my wife and she said, what would you have done? And I said, I would have told them, you know what? It's 5 o'clock in the morning. Half of the house is up here. I'm not interested in sitting up here and doing this. I'm out. Y'all see me in the morning. Don't ever wake me up again or I'll kill you. (laughs) Let me ask you this. How does she get all the half the house in one room together? No one knows that. That was crazy to me. Everybody knew. Everybody knew that that she took all those people up. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was very Devin. It was very Devin. Devon is crazy. She's a trigger. Yes. I mean, it's just a hot mess. And that's great. I'm loving this season right now. I'm that's great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I am it's loving a hot it. Mess, but it's, it's a hot mess, but it's our hot mess, and we love it. You that's know, because we love it. Exactly. That, you that's, hot mess. That, that's what I say. Like, last season, to me, by this time, I was snoring. I was so bored. It was boring. Watching Frankie do Pilates. and was depressing. I'm one of those people Sam. that I, I thought Frankie, I thought two people were playing in that game. Oh. Two people were playing oh. in season in season 16 oh. with Frankie and Derek, and that was it. So I was okay with but, I mean, there's a certain point where I get tired of watching people do Pilates and finding that interesting. I'm blown away that okay. people are watching these live feeds and watching people strategize behind closed doors and saying it's boring. Yes. I'm blown away. I, I just don't get okay, it. Okay, let I don't me get ask it. you this. How do you think it was fun watching Derek rule the whole damn house? And they were all like, he was Jesus. He was just like, I'm just sitting here enjoying this. You know, I mean, it was boring. And you I know, think that I, honestly, looking back on it, I just think that Derek, and, and and a lot of people probably will disagree with this, but I think that Derek was the most mature in the house. And I think for some reason was. it made people look up to him. I think it made people look up to him 
And I think he was trying. Now, one thing I will say for Derek. Okay. One thing I will say for Derek, and and you can't deny this. One thing I will give Derek credit for is that when there is, and I would do this myself, when there was turmoil in the house or when somebody was upset, Derek was always right there talking to them, calming them down, being a friend. He was a friend to everybody, and that's really, really important. But I don't think that's, you know, I'm not going to give him a top three player of all time category, you know. That was cute. But that's not the game of Big Brother. Like, I don't get that. Like, I don't Personal relationships was, do have to some play into it. I mean, you do have to make people believe that they can trust you. And I think Derek did a good job of that. But uh, last so year was just so yeah, bad. He, it was just, he I just, never I agree got with his you. hands dirty. He, he was never in a, it, it, it was never in a, in a, a scenario he had to play a game. Never. Well, and I'll say this. And that kind of made me mad because, you know, Big Brother, you want to see strategy. You want to see people getting dirty. You want to see people sacrificing themselves because this is the game of Big Brother. And he Absolutely. never had to do that. And that made me and mad. Say, I would never put him top three of nothing. I I'll say this. I think the people beyond him, they were weak and they were just like sucking up to him. But that didn't make him a good player. That means, I agree. That means, to me, I agree that um, they had people that were weaker than him, and this kind of sucked up to him. They didn't make him a good player. Now, you I know, agree. Now here's your big brother. Put his ass in the house. Can I say ass on the radio? Yeah, the radio you say whatever right you want. Yep, Look, you're put good. Put his ass on the, in, in a show with the, some of the strongest players ever, big brother. I don't think he would survive. Look, Derek. Because no one his ass like they did. I, I'm telling you right now, I, I'll call it, and if people want to call me out on it next year, if we do an All-Stars, do it. But if Derek goes into an All-Star year, season, but it was if Derek goes into an All-Star season, Derek goes home before week that. four. Yeah, oh, he goes home before exactly. week four. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I'm, I'm completely agree with you. But now this is what I do see going back onto this season. Last season I didn't see any kind of people that were really going to cause any turmoil, Okay. Nobody nope, really sure was going to get their hands dirty. This sure season, did. I feel like, this season, I don't know how you feel. <laughs> I think this season has the potential of some huge blow-up situations. I could see it forming. Sam, I could see it I happening. I am so excited right now. I can eat and watch this show because it's going off the chain because there's so many different personalities <laughs> in there. Yes, I'm loving this season right now. I don't know what's on the Internet saying they don't like it. Well, you don't know Big Brother. I'm excited because they are going off on each other. They will blow each other up in a heartbeat. And I appreciate yeah, I think, that. I think there's a ton of potential for some oh, blow-ups, for yeah. fights, for some backstabbing sure with this is. group. I think, it, I think it's yeah. very, very potential. And, you know, it's like John, you know, the, the uh, country boy, I think he's from, yeah. I can't remember where he's from, but the Asian South guy. Carolina, boo-boo. South Carolina, that's right. I saw his tattoo. Mm-hmm. South Carolina. My thing is, like, hey, look, you know, this guy's telling you, I'm playing for my game. You know, we can be an alliance, but I'm all about me. I think that there's a lot of all about me players in that house, and I think that it's going to come down yep. to a mid-season. I think we're going to see some really good stuff happening. I, you know, oh yeah, we've got. Let me ask you this: you know, you've seen the twins play. Are you are you starting to give in to the twin twist, or are you still kind of against it? I don't like it. I don't. You don't like it? See, my mm-hmm. mom doesn't like it. My mom's a big fan, too. She mm-hmm. actually introduced me to the show when I was real young. She doesn't like it either. She thinks it's been done. We don't need to do it it's again. It's so but stupid. It, Just play the damn game. 
I can't stand two head of households. You have one head of household and a big brother. That's what the game is about. You have the power. Yeah. Then you have another head of power. Then you can, well, I, I can't stand it. Sam, I can't. Don't you think so? Don't you think that once everybody finds out that there's these two are twins and once they're introduced, let's say they make it to the point where they can both play, I mean, don't you kind of feel like that's a mark anyway? I mean, by the time her sister comes in, everybody's going to look at them and be so surprised and shocked that two people have been playing together that they're automatically going to go up on the block. I mean, you're not going to keep them safe exactly. unless they win so HOA. what's the point of doing it? I agree. Just what's the point? The I mean, game. you're setting them up. You're setting them up. The only way, well, there's no way for this to come out good because the only way it's they don't find out about the twin is if, you know, the Liz goes home early. But, Sam. But if they last and like the twin's introduced, it's going to be a waste. I feel like they should let people play the game as individuals and get all their comfort zones, like Devon, Devon, whatever her name is. She's mm-hmm. living her life. In her life, but not in Big Brother House. She's gonna mm-hmm. melt down. Seriously, she's too aggressive. She's too insecure. She she has issues. And um, well, I think about. Go ahead. No, well, I was gonna ask you. You know, I don't know if you saw the Kathy Griffith uh, twist, which yes, I I'm not a big fan of her mm-hmm. anyway. But her her twist is that the whoever answers the oh, seventh ring of the phone. Mess. It's, it's going to be a mess. Gets to save, gets to, uh, I guess, mess. yeah, I guess gets to take two votes away from two people. Yes, I like this yes. twist. I, I, you know what? I'm on board. I, I'm, you I'm know completely what, Sam? I kind of do too. Yeah, I remember. Just, I remember uh, when uh, uh, you know I love Jordan and Jeff, and he got that twist. He got a weird mm-hmm. twist in his season. Yes, I got that twist yeah. about that. Yes, I'm kind of loving that. I'm kind of love, I'm yeah, I think it, right now because I do like that twist that she's bringing to the game. What I, That's what I would like for them to do is keep it private. I would like for them to not tell yes. who wins it, you know, not tell them later yes. that so-and-so won a power and was able to eliminate two of your votes. I really hope that they never tell the house guests who won. and that Because yes. the ha- there's nothing worse than a screw-up on votes to make the house go crazy when they think it's going a certain way. And I know people are upset that everybody's voting with the house right now, but it's week one. Week one, week but two, week three. The, the, house is gonna, the house is going to vote as a you unit because do they don't want to step out and, and make anybody upset. So you're going to get that right so, now. I thought it was so stupid. She brings me out their bed in the middle of the night to make an alliance. I'm like, what are you doing? You're not yeah. sitting there stupid. But anyway, but that thing I said, you know, she's on the block. Eventually, she will be because she's just a hot mess. She may, you know what? She is an easy. She this week she's an easy person to put up. Any Absolutely. of those two, they can put her up and feel safe. In fact, whoever gets that you first H O H pick is going to be able to say Audrey off the bat first thing, and of and course. they won't hurt anybody's feelings. So whoever gets to put, pick she their has, first nominees uh, this week is going to be in good shape because they can really put Audrey up and say that's their exactly. target, and everybody will. Accept and you know them. what? You have two people who are not really in the game but can get in the mm-hmm. game now. They're smart. So we'll see how it plays out because I agree with you 100%. She's a hot mess. She needs to go. She's in, she's seeking everyone's food. Like she's just, you know. Well, every, you know, she played really, really hard. Yeah. She yeah, played hard really mess. fast. And I but think she, fast, there's one exactly. thing. One thing you don't want to do, I, I feel like is an unwritten rule. 
is you don't want to go in the, you don't want to go the first two or three weeks or at any point and That's take right. over somebody's HOH. You don't want to That's leapfrog right. their HOH and control their HOH, which is what she did That's to James. Right. She started calling people up and making deals, and James is just sitting there going, "What are you doing?" She's calling people up, making deals, and let's back for this person. And and you, the biggest thing that you do is you go up there and you manipulate the HOH to to believe that it's their own idea, not yours, their own. You throw in little seeds, you plant them, and you let them grow. She just kind of overtook his HOH, and I think that's the first step that really bit her. I think that's what really got her in trouble. Yeah. And it's not your HOH. Don't start pulling people in the room and start making deals on your behalf and the HOH's behalf. It's I just mean, a bad idea. She was really pull, pull people out of their bed at night. Mm-hmm. She was night. That's retarded. Who does that? She's not seen just, last season. That was huge crazy. mistake. Huge mistake. Oh, yeah. I think what she was. I think what she was trying to do is to put enough people around her in alliance to protect her. To say, okay, well, but if I've got not. this many people in the alliance, and I'm protected. But I think it really blew but up in her face because of how she went about it. Yeah. It's two weeks in. It's too soon. And Devon, she's just too emotional. She wears her feelings on her sleeve. She has a prick on her finger. She's ready to pull it at any time. And that's well, not going to work what. for her. Whoever puts Day up, whoever puts Devon up, better hope that she goes home because if you put her up and she stays, it's going to be a nightmare because she's not going to let it go. She's going to get all upset. That week that she's nominated, and one of these two girls could nominate her, the week that she's nominated, it's going to be hell to pay for everybody else because she's not going to let it go, and it's probably going to get her sent home. I'm kind of hoping that Devon and Audrey don't go up on the block together because I think one of them is going to cancel the other out. Mm-hmm. I agree and whoever that. gets whoever gets this twist, that seventh ring on the phone, you know, that seventh phone call, and gets to right. eliminate two votes is really going to exactly. It's really right. going to throw. You know, it's How really going to throw. That, though now that twist with the you can have a vote because you know that kind of that's going to be a exciting. It's going to be a weird thing, a weird twist because they can you know take one off the box. That's going to yeah. be amazing. Oh, yeah, it's going to be. So I think I'm so excited for this season. I'm so excited. I am too. I really am. It's going to be. And I'm going really to on Facebook. I think it's really you exciting know, right now. Look, I. And I, I really I, like I've, it. I've, I've, this is the first season I've. I, you know, this was probably when it first came on. I got the live feeds from CBS All, All Access. And I got bored one night and I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn on. I'm going to just see what, what's going on. I turned on the live feed. This is probably about the second day of the show when they went live. And I watched them, and everybody everybody was talking strategy. Austin was in a room with Clay. They were talking strategy. Jace was talking to uh, Shelly about strategy. I was blown away. I was like, this is what it's about. There's no more. I have a brother who lives in San Francisco who's married to a woman that he met in Chicago. No, they were talking about who do you want to put up and who's in an alliance, who's talking to get Mm – finally saw some feeds that were worth watching. So I, I think it's going to be a good exactly. season. Exactly. I think it's going to be fun, and, and you know, I've got a lot of hope in this season actually being a good strategy season. You know, is there Is there anybody that you're seeing when you watch it that you feel like is somebody who's stronger than the rest? Is there anybody that sticks out to you? You know what I love? I, honest to God, the nerd. I think he is so yeah. smart. I think she's trying to play this, like, I'm so antisocial. 
I think yeah. it's going to go far. And I think, honestly, Jason is going to go far. Yes. But, yeah. you know, and I think, oh, you know who I like? The uh, the wrestler guy. What's his name? Uh, what's the wrestler guy's name? Oh, Austin. Austin. Yeah. I think Austin's going to do well. I really do. I think he. I do too. I, I think he. Know, I think he understands what he's doing right now. I think he he's very liquid. He's very much into what every. He's not overbearing into what everybody's doing, but people are, I think are starting to well, feel comfortable knew. with him. Once Jace, yeah. you know, got a tie on his back, he knew yeah. that back. That and was it. Yeah, to he, talk to people, and I'm thinking was, about. Um, go ahead. No, well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. He was really one of those people that was like, I think it was. I think Liz told him because he's got a good alliance with Liz. Liz told him. She said, you know, there's no saving Jace, and he said, there's no saving him. Okay, that's fine. So we're so back. He to, a, he's going right, to get back door, and she said, back. yeah. And he said, okay, and he immediately and pulled away from Jace and said, all right, I'm and. He, him and him and Jeff had issues. There was something that went on with him and Jeff that Audrey had said something to Jeff that made Jeff upset at Austin. And they have they have kind of rekindled a friendship, and now Jeff and Austin are kind of working together as well. So he's very good at, you know, making sure all of his ends are tied. I think Austin's going to do well. The only thing that's going to hurt he's him is that all, if he – Yeah, he's smart. If he becomes he's, a physical threat – if he becomes a physical threat because of his size, he's going to go home. But I think if he plays it right, I think he could go far. I agree with you. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think that Steve's going to go far. The nerve, the, the – I think he's Steven, playing a game. Yeah. Like, he's so he's so anti-social. That's a front. Mm-hmm. I believe that's a front. He's doing – he needs to stay under the radar. Everyone loves him because he's so insecure and so, you know, meek and, you know, I think he's doing a good job. That's just my opinion. Well, I don't know. But I think no, it's really something that they think he is. I think you're on to something because Stephen is one of those people, like I said before, who knows every detail of every – I think he was talking that about sure something does. the other night where he was talking about, oh, in season such and such, so-and-so did this. And Emily looked at me, my wife, and she said, "Is do you remember any of that? And I was like, no. I mean, no, I you know, I do a, I do a radio show and well, I have no idea that that well. happened. So. So he's when he, had, he is uh, aware of how the that, game's played. That, that uh, word name, and she was like, yes. "Oh, <laughs> you, you know, whatever." He was like, "No, that was Brandon," and he was right. Trump so or something. Like, I mean, it's just like, what in the hell? I mean, I was blown away. I mean, Who knows you know, that? so and, exactly. and you know what? Here's the other thing I will say about Steve to back up what you say. Steve was told that he made people uncomfortable that people were afraid of him, that he came off very Ian-like, and I can't remember who was telling him all this, but yep, that he sure needed did. to relax a little sure bit did. and he needed to mm-hmm. kind of relate better. And the minute that he knew that and he went on the block, he won POV. Now that tells me that he is completely capable of going further in this game. As soon as he was Let made aware that there might be a problem with him, he cleaned up his act a little bit, people started to like him in the house, and he won POV to save himself. Right. Because I don't think if he if I he had won that POV, I think he would have gone home. He probably should have. He would have. Yeah. But he's a smart-ass player. And let me yeah, tell you I agree. this. He's not dumb by no means. And I wrote in my notes, I said, he was playing the game by being very insecure and anti-social. You know, he's going to go far. I think Austin's going to go far. I, was, I like Austin. 
And um, yes. with Jason gone now, he has, you know, regrouped his whole game now with people. And I think that it's going to be, I'm, I'm loving this season. I'm really loving this season because they're all playing. They're all playing the game. Yeah, and it's happening. Well, it's time to see what happens. I'm I loving. agree. I think it, I think we've got a great start for this season. I'm gonna let you go because yep, they I, sure I, do. I, I got to cut out of here, but I think we're gonna have a really good season. I think we've got a really good cast. I'm being pushed yes, up against commercial in Chicago. We do. And and I hope I see you Thursday. We're gonna have another week of good action going on, and we're gonna get together on the next eviction. I hope to see you. you know, shit. I forget we were on the radio. I was just talking to you. <laughs> I was just talking to you like, hey, what's up, boo? Well, I, I will talk to you. We will talk throughout the week. I'm sure there's something that's going to happen here. The twist is going to happen. We'll know what happens I when that person wait, gets that stomach call. Sam, we can't wait. I'm there with you, so next, next, next Thursday, Thursday. we've got it going on, Miss Chicago. I know you'll be back. Thanks I for calling can't in. Wait. <laughs> All Bye. right. I'll talk to you next week. You sure will. Bye. Love you, Sam. Bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> Folks, that, that's what I'm talking about. You call into here, it's like talking to a friend. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be hard on you unless you say something really stupid. I'm gonna throw something on you. But this is how it works. When you call in, you're like a friend of the show. I'm telling you, you got to get in on this. It's a lot of fun. Nine one seven eight eight nine seven zero eight four. I got a little bit of time to take another call if you want to give it to me. But if you are busy, that's fine. What I'm going to do is go to a commercial. When I come back. We'll have my final thought of the week, and then we'll get ready to move on to next week. Okay, folks, hang in there. We're almost done at the end. My name is Scott McGrath. The day before my eighth birthday, I fell in a pile of fire ants and suffered significant wounds on over 70% of my body. Since that day, I have made a solemn vow to kill every insect on planet Earth. I hate them with the passion of a religious zealot. Speaking of religion, of all the biblical plagues, I hate the locust plague the most. For the last 12 years, my white-hot rage has materialized in the form of my business, McGrath Pest Control. I have harnessed this unforgivable intolerance of insects and released the wrath of my fury on bugs in and around the homes of Houston. I will kill those bugs in any way that I can. Chemicals, my boot, my bare fist, or any other object that can end the life of an insect. Call 281-469-8240 and give me the honor of killing bugs at your house. I also hate rats and spiders. Go to McGrathPestControl.com.
Norback. Hey, folks, thanks for joining us, the Big Brother After Show. Um, my final thoughts of the week, I mean, you've heard everything that we've had to talk about. Again, don't forget that you can be a part of this. It's a really, really fun show. We'd love to have more callers. So please, uh, somebody send me a chat about the uh, twins. There's apparently a rumor that Audrey and uh, and Shelly are actually fraternal twins. Wanted to know how I felt about that. I don't think it's true. I think it's very possible. I mean, you know, hey, look, it wouldn't be above Big Brother to throw something that that on it for ratings. But they have a bad habit of keeping, uh, not keeping very good secrets. And I think that if that were the truth, I think it would have already been spilled or hinted that there's another big twist coming for the season. Um, of course, it is a weekly twist, week to week, and it could be one of them. But the rumor is, is that Audrey and Shelley, both being from Georgia, are fraternal twins. And that in a several conversations Shelly has had, that Shelly has pointed over at Audrey when she's talking about her twin brother, uh, fraternal twin brother, and that it's been noticed on a lot of feeds that she often will imply um, through mannerisms that are not meant to happen that Audrey is, in fact, her twin brother. But, you know, it would be a heck of a twist. I just don't buy it. I don't think that Big Brother would go that far. It would be interesting, and you know what? Everybody will get their chance to see it because if Shelly gets the first pick uh, and the HOH Battle of the Block, if she gets the first pick for her nominees and she doesn't pick Audrey, it will raise a lot of suspicion, and I will probably grant it a little possibility if that happens because Audrey's the obvious person to put up right now. She's the safest person. Whoever gets that first uh, first choice of who to put up for, HO, or for Battle of the Block or put on the nomination block, is probably going to get the benefit because they're really going to be able to put Audrey and probably a pawn up, and everybody will be understanding and be fine with it. Whoever that second pick is is really going to make some tough choices. I have heard that that there's been talk about people volunteering to go up on a bottle of the block to throw it if Audrey were to win HOH. Folks, people are not going to volunteer for, for nomination to backdoor someone. It just doesn't happen. Whoever does it does it because they're reluctant. It's not going to happen. So... I don't see that, um, but I think Audrey's a safe choice. This person who's going to pick second is going to be very interesting. Uh, you know, if one picks Audrey and let's say somebody picks Audrey and Jason and another one picks Devon and so-and-so, it's going to be really interesting because I think Devon uh, has every opportunity to go home. I don't think she can save herself. I think she's a good player in some aspects, but in other aspects I think she's too emotional. And I think as time goes on it's going to wear on people. So I think her days are really, really numbered for her fans. You know, I'm sorry, I just feel that way. Um, but, you know, going back to the ten, twin twist, I, I personally like it. I like Liz and Julia. I think Julia's playing a really good game. I think they're both playing well. I think they're sticking to the people they feel comfortable with, and Austin's probably a good guy to be aligned with. I think they're playing very safe, and they seem to be very likable in the house. And obviously they've done well enough to pull it over for the last two weeks. I don't, you know, I can't give them any grief. I think it's, I think it's fine. I'd be interested to see if they make it all the way. But this Audrey Shelley thing, I just, you know, I got a conspiracy theorist go a little crazy on Big Brother sometimes, and I think this is one that I'm kind of, kind of wait to see. But I'm going to say it's very, very doubtful that that's what's going on. Um, so that's my feeling on that situation. Maybe we'll find, we'll definitely find out what Shelley puts up. I, I hope that Shelly gets to pick her nominations first. If she does, that will really be telling, because if she doesn't put up Audrey, 
that could be an indication that there is something there. Uh, but just two people being from the same state, it is uncommon, but it's happened before. So I wouldn't really say that that's possible. I've done my own personal research trying to find out if they have, if they are somewhat related. I can't find anything connecting them. doesn't mean that it's not out there. It just means that I don't see any pictures of them together in the past or, you know, maybe when he was a male, a picture of the two of them. Um, I'm sure it's out there. Somebody will expose it. So just stay tuned if it does happen. It's going to be an interesting week. There's a lot of things happening, a lot of dynamics happening. It's going to be interesting to see how the house settles, how this goes on. Now that the scapegoat Jace is out of the house, where do we go from here? I love the two HOHs. I think that they're going to genuinely put up two people that probably will shake the house. They have no real true alliance. Shelly has a little bit of one. Becky has none. In fact, I think this HOH for Becky is really going to save her because I do think that she was a very possible nominee had somebody else had won. I like the two winners, man. We're seeing a mix-up. No big alliances yet that seem like they're going to be anything that's going to be worth sticking to later. It's turned out to be a great season, folks. Keep on those uh, those live feeds. It's good stuff. You know where I hang out, Reality Chat, TV Chat. Uh, and also, if you don't mind, go to uh, Facebook, Big Brother After Show. Join us. Be a part of the conversations. Be a part of the links that are happening there when we post them. Thanks so much, folks, for listening. I hope everybody has a wonderful 4th of July, and we will see you next week on the Big Brother After Show. Don't forget, Thursday, after evictions, you cannot beat it, folks. It's the best time to do this because that's when everything is caught up and everything is current. So we will see you next Thursday with my friends, hopefully Mr. California and Miss Chicago. As always, bringing you everything from the uh, from the viewership of it and me from sort of the inside of it. So join us. Can't beat it. 10 p.m. Eastern, folks. We will see you next Thursday. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.